अच्छा सो ओके सो वॉट इफ यू नो पीपल विद डिफरेंट टेम्परमेंट डिफरेंट कल्चर एंड ऑल मिक्स टूगेदर what will happen what's what what's the thing what happens goes to say samudaro narakayeva इम्प्लीकेशन When we thus understand the caste system, it is the same as the professional groups of today. Therefore, when they talk so seriously about the inadmissibility of admixture of the caste, they only mean what we already know to be true in our own social pattern. An engineer in charge of hospital, working at the hospital theater as a doctor, would be a social disaster. Yeah. and on the as much as a doctor when appointed as an officer for planning guiding and executing a hydroelectric scheme isn't it think about it you're not even seeing what other disasters take place i'm telling you even food habits do you know at least this much you'll understand because i i live in the south now i can know can you imagine you take a south indian to a place where there are no curds available <laughs> yeah. even in the pasta they have to put curds i am not joking i'm telling you it's a matter of fact they will suffocate if they don't get that no they're so used to it their system is used to it Now, in a hot place like India, to eat curds, and especially when it is warmer in the south, every day it's a a healthy practice, maybe. Hmm? But suppose he marries someone from Norway. <laughs> that is also not that cold, and in the cold you keep on eating. yogurt now she will say it is disastrous he will say it is good now wherever they are will there not be conflict and if one feeds yogurt in norway and does not feed yogurt in south india before probiotics were made or discovered as capsules can you imagine what a disaster it will be i'm just think just see even food wise And this is not what we are realizing. Also now, eating fruits of different climates 
because they are available from different countries. This is called what you call as admixture, sankara. This admixture of caste, sankaro naraka yeva kulagnanam kulasyacha. He says that when this sankara, this admixture takes place, the one who is the destroyer of the family yeah, it leads him to hell. Again, when you say hell, hell means suffering. So admixture of caste leads the slayer of the family to hell because he has not only slain one person but if that prominent person was killed and the whole family unit broke down and that family unit then breaking down goes and spreads its breakdown to others. Can you imagine and you see what is happening in those countries where people are misusing those children etc. Because the family unit is not there from childhood making them into you know destroyers. When you start thinking what all happens, we are seeing it happen. Here he goes to point out that the slayer of such family has not committed a sin of just killing one person. He has killed not only a family, he has not only killed a society, he may even have killed generations. You know, which killed here means cause suffering to generations. The two world wars that took place See what it has done to the world. We think it has united the world etc. Everything has got its benefits also. But some countries made an economic boom for themselves with war. But how many units of families have been destroyed and see the disaster that takes place. And therefore how important is to maintain your culture, your spirituality, your traditions. Today it's so sad that people say, oh, I can't study the Gita because it is in Sanskrit. And this land of Sanskrit, if you practice Sanskrit, it's saffronization. Yeah. See, this is what happens when all this Khichdi takes place, Belpuri takes place. Yeah. Of various languages also. I'm telling you, people who came to my Hanuman Chalisa talks, they say, we are not coming for the Gita because Gita is Sanskrit. Indians. Because we don't know the language. Can you imagine with the language lost, what would we lose? Even admixture of language. Today with this SMS language and all that, even English we don't understand properly. <laughs> if you read, if you read Gurudev's book, the sheer poetry, the sheer language, the literary beauty of it, who can appreciate these things? Today, who writes such language also? Even we can't understand today because. We don't speak that language. Even English language, we don't speak as well as they spoke. The newly educated in the British Raj, you can say. No? 
And today I'll tell you, we were to say, uh, uh, have entrance tests for children. And the worst English is, you know, from whom? From children that come from England. So all this language khichdi that takes place, how much is lost? And not only that. Now suddenly Arjuna says something which sounds very traditional to us. And again will bring up a lot more questions from people. Especially those who follow certain traditions. But let us, the purpose how Gurudev explains is this. He says, when the family unit gets destroyed, Patanti Pitara, the ancestors fall. Now fall means they fall to hell. Even the, not only the generations that to follow, even the past generations start living in hell. Hell always understand suffering. Why? Lupta Pindoda Kakriyaha. Because there is no one now to perform the Shraddha Karma. In traditional Indian families, even Chinese families, this ancestor offerings, offerings to the ancestors. And what you offer is just one rice ball and some water. But this constant remembrance of your ancestors means remembrance of your heritage. And only when you have a pride in your heritage will you live up to your heritage. When you remember the sacrifices that they have done. That's why we will find also when Sage Vishwamitra takes Ramchandra ji to fight Tadaka and Marich and Subhav. And when he brings him to the banks of the Ganga. He reminds him, it is your ancestors who brought this river, Ganga. And what sacrifices they did to bring this Ganga into the country. And because of that, today the north of India is completely green. So, you know, remember what your ancestors have done, then only you can. Today, really speaking, we don't even know beyond our even grandfather's name, most people don't know. But beyond our grandfather's name, do we know? Anybody knows? I cannot even claim that I know. I did sat back, sit once and I, you know, told. Even who was a guru, even our, uh, what to say, uh, guru parampara. Who was a param guru's guru? We don't remember also these days, is it not? Of course, many of them in the spiritual world remain nameless. So that's a different thing. But in the family traditions, to remember those family traditions, to make those offerings to them. And Gurudev explains very beautifully that for the ancestors who have passed away, to see their generations, future generations that they brought into the world, to live a life following that traditions, cultures, by which they created a happy family life and they continue to create a happy family life and social life for people. That is their bread and butter. You can say rice and water. This Pinda and Udaka. This is what we have to understand. It is not the mere ritual that we do, which is just a symbolic ritual. Because we didn't do that right a ritual, we would not even remember our ancestors. 
today in traditional families, even when they're given the open aina, they're given their whole lineage. Not though it is gone, really speaking. South, at least you're preserving it, keep it preserved. No? So that you get to know hmm, your heritage, so that you will feel ashamed if you do anything wrong. You remind yourself, this is what happened during the 60s. America was made obviously by different communities of people that came in as a melting pot of many, many different societies. And therefore, what happened after that? We became an individualistic, I mean, a couple or individualistic society. But in the 60s, when there was so much frustration, they all went to find out what they call their roots. Because some came from Scotland, some came from England, some came from uh, France, some came from Spain. They came from different, different places. And when they found out that some of them came from noble families and they lived in such conditions or with such behavior, suddenly that pride and all came back. And then you see the total transformation in the 80s in America itself. When you know your roots and take pride in your roots, now sometimes there may be your roots may be so bad that you don't have to take pride in it. But these cultural heritage that are there, when you remember your ancestors, means remembering your cultural heritage that how they and you know you feel so proud that in my family there was hmm, such a person that pride itself will bring you to follow the path that that man was so great or that woman in my family and again again you'll find also krishna reminding them because they didn't they were son of pandu but pandu was not there he died so they were sons of Kunti. He keeps reminding them that you are sons of Kunti. So don't ever say that you cannot bear. Look at what she did. She was such a role model herself as a mother. So that is what if we remember our heritage and we give such a tradition of respect for elders, not only elders, but ancestors. And in all ancient cultural, whether in the West or the East, this remembrance of ancestors on a particular day was part of the culture and tradition. Chinese still follow it. Indians are feeling it very tiring because they do not know two, three mantras that have to be performed. Nothing. And then, of course, the pundits cash on making it a big ritual where you spend a lot of money and then pundits are not available abroad and therefore what can we do? So we go to Gaya, do it once and for sure and then chalo Gaya. <laughs> That's why it's called Gaya. Chala Gaya. Bas. Because in our modern society where we are so busy with our uh, earning money and parties, who has got time for once a year to do shrad? Okay, I'll do it but I'll just go and give something in charity and then done with it. You know, it's over with you. Forget them, they're dead and gone. See, the implication of even the ancestors' heritage. So they fall and he goes to say that <laughs> What 
वर्ण संकर Have you ever wondered where so many cultures have come and gone? So many religions have come and gone. So many races have come and gone. What has made this culture, which is the most ancient culture, the most ancient source of knowledge, the most ancient religion, survive? Today we don't like the word religion, but we'll understand it in its true import. What has that made it survive? And that's why when the invaders came to India, many of them got integrated into this culture, even if they came with their own religion. Such was the power of this culture that they may have come with their religion, but actually what they were following is that whole cultural religion that was of India. The only way this country was destroyed was with its change of language. And you see in the letters that were written earlier that this country which is so prosperous and don't think that the invaders came to India to pick up peanuts here. It was the most prosperous country in the world till the last century. That's why one after one the invaders came. How to break the very culture and grain of the society. Once I was in Delhi, I'm an elderly man. Big numbers used to come in Delhi and listen. They used to come from, from the government, from everywhere they would come and listen. Gurudev's name attracts such people. There was a very nice elderly gentleman, retired. He came in once, just morning, sitting with me, said, just, I want to be with you. We're discussing certain things. And then he just brought out a question that why do you think that such a great culture, heritage, etc. And a country where we have Bhagavad Gita. How this country was ruled for so many hundreds of years. And especially by the British. The British were only about 1,000, 2,000 soldiers that would have come. Maybe even if you say 10,000 soldiers. What is 10,000 soldiers for a country of millions? And they were so far off. Maybe they had the guns. But why could this country not fight them? And attain freedom long before. In 1857, the first mutiny was started by Mangal Pandey. By the time they knew how to use guns also. Why did we not get freedom for another 100 years? And why we were a country of <laughs> slaves? Why did we become like that? 
Of course, I pointed out within a number of images, uh, Sanskrit language gone, and naturally, you know, people had to protect this. So then the common man did not get the knowledge, that, which is also partly true. All this I explained. But he said, how could a few thousand soldiers from so far away rule this country for over or about 200 years? How is it possible? The Mughals and all became settlers here. You know? But how did they? So I said, this is what I think. That's how the whole grain of society. He says, I asked an British journal himself. A general himself. He had asked him and he said very clearly. He said, even if they were stampeded on us, we would be finished. But every city man who could make a difference wanted, they admired us and wanted to become babus. Therefore, you see the whole in Bengal and all these places, even all the rajas, the nawabs, all of them, they wanted to be very British. We were not really ruled by force. This is how Varna Sankara, the influence takes place. And millions of people can remain in slavery. And then they can be exploited also. And even now we'll keep us safe. At least they made the railway station. Listen to Sashita Road. So brainwashed are we. This is called as Varna Sankara. What kept this tradition going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years is our respect for our elders. Maintaining our family, profession and values. Today, values have totally declined. And we say in a country of such spirituality, it is declined. Who is given knowledge of medicine? Are those who have got an aptitude for it? Those who want to study medicine? Those who want to cure people? Or is it only for money, money, money that everybody is taking up the profession? And today, even in the medical world, people are cashing on people's illness and sicknesses. And even if they were cure them with money, it's one thing. How they amputate people and how they operate people it's more butchering. Why? Why those values have not passed on? Because all knowledge today is only to make money. If we do not have that heritage, the family lineage, what is going to happen? That is what he's pointing out. And he says, Sankara Naraka Eva Kulaknam Kulasyacha Patanti Pitarasahi Esham Lupta Pindoda that is what happened. And when Dosha Rete, we've sang that already? Yeah. Dosha Ete Kulagnana Varna Sankara Karake Utsadyante Jati Dharma. Destroyed are the Jati Dharmas, that which come in your profession. 
even till recently i met vaidyas who had learned from other vaidyas who it came in their family traditions they were not just good vaidyas or doctors but even in that what values you may have by just taking a hippocratic uh, hippocrates oath does not make anything they had value traditions those doctors would not compromise on that even if they did not have wealth it was not important they had to do their profession they had to perform their profession well and that profession had a certain dignity i'm not talking only about medicine I'm just giving an example that profession had a dignity it had a certain value system it had its own ethics that is called as jati dharma is destroyed that jati the professional dharma is destroyed and the family dharma the family values are all destroyed which shashwata which has been coming down from time immemorial and goes to say further that what happens then utsanna kula dharmanam manushyanam janardanam उत्सन नकुल धर्मानाम उस फैमिली रिलिजियस प्रैक्टिसेस आर डिस्ट्रॉयड ऑफ दोस पीपल मनुष्यानाम ए जनार्दना यू आर द प्रोटेक्टर ऑफ पीपल इट इज सेड नरके अनियतम वासह such people live in hell and hell is not some world where devil stays today we can see in what polluted society of sufferings and emotional traumas and depression and dejections that we are living in where socially economically there's so much poverty etc when we see the narake aniyatam vasaha bhavati iti anushushrama and he says such happens and arjuna now says acha arjuna what is this new philosophy you suddenly taking up anushushrama this is actually a very powerful word from the upanishads from the vedas i have not just heard it this has been passed on through men and women of experience from time immemorial we have so heard Instead, instead we've heard from the rishis who came from our, came to our houses, etc. So he's giving the authority of the rishis also on it. And now you can say that his mental breakdown is so complete that he says, "Alas!" He says, "Aho batamahat papam." कर्तुं व्यवसितावयम् यद्राजसुखलोभेना यद्राजसुखलोभेना हन्तुं स्वजनमुद्यता हन्तुं स्वजनमुद्यता 
अहोबत इट्स लाइक थिंग अल्लास अरे दिस एक्सप्रेशन वी यूज इन लाइक फॉर थिंग अहोबत महत पापम कर्तुम व्यवसिता वयम एंड ही एड्स कृष्णा टू अस मींस वी ऑल पांडवस एंड आल्सो कृष्णा इज नाउ इंक्लूडेड सो ही सेज हा इंडीड not only papam maha papam can you imagine the magnitude of sin and don't think this is only done with battle we are all doing it it's not only war when we are destroying our culture traditions and you're not passing it on to your children you are doing it already that may mighty sin are we doing and sin means that will lead us to sorrow not some hell somewhere there you know that also if is there we will go there only you know but uh, that mahapapam and he says for what are we doing it and he has brought down the complete edifice of the wall from the pandava side yadrajya sukha lobena hantum swajanam udyata Udyata, we are prepared to kill our own people only for Rajya, Sukha, Loba, greed for kingdom and pleasures, and that is not the reason for which the Pandavas were fighting. But now he has degraded from his side the vision. Now, just because you also had some suppressed or repressed desires, that is not for which the war was being. Fought for, but his suppressed and repressed desires also are coming up. His ambitions and ideas are also coming up, but the war was not because of his ambitions and ideas. And therefore, he says now in the end that, therefore, Krishna. यदि इन केस और इफ माम अप्रतिकारम अशस्त्रम शस्त्र पाणय दार्तराष्ट्र दुर्बुद्धे 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 सो दिस चिल्ड्रेन ऑफ दृतराष्ट्र इफ दे विथ वेपन्स इन हैंड एंड अकॉर्डिंग टू द लॉ विदउट वेपन्स यू शुड नॉट किल द अदर पर्सन they kill me when i am apratikaram i am not resisting ashastram unarmed and they with weapons in their hand shastrapanaya these children of dhritarashtra if in battle they were to slay me hanyu tat mekshemataram bhavet i think that would be good they rather unresisting they kill me in battle 
from a soldier like Arjuna? That they would kill me, I think. And he uses the word Shema Taram. Shema means material prosperity. He, he doesn't say all this time he's being Shreya, Shreya, Shreya. He doesn't say it is Shreya Taram. He said Shema Taram. Means it subconsciously, even the choice of words that we use, it will give me physical security at least. At least I don't have to think that I'm going to hell. I'm not going to suffer. I'd rather die and suffer or take the blame of it. And the last concluding verse of this chapter, when Arjuna is quiet, somebody has to report. Otherwise, we don't know what's going on. We are not there right now. So, Sanjaya Vacha Eva Muktva Arjuna Sankhe Rathopastha Upavishata Visrujya Sasharam Chapam Shoka Samvigna Manasaha Evam Uktva Arjuna. Having thus spoken, Arjuna, Sankhe in the battlefield, Rathopastha on the seat of the chariot, Upavishad, sat down. Visijya Sasharam Chapam, having abandoned his instrument of action, his bow and arrow. Shoka Samvigna Manasa, his mind totally enveloped or overpowered by Shoka or sorrow. With this, the first chapter concludes that he sat down totally miserable. That's why you see that picture of Arjuna, no? that mighty armed warrior sitting there. He became depressed. He just collapsed there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.